Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Ladies, if you're wondering what to have for dinner tonight, here's a suggestion that will make a big hit with everyone. Serve beef, Kroger's quality beef, and watch your family enjoy its fragrant goodness. Yes, if you want to be sure tonight's dinner will click with the folks at your house, go right down to your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and get Kroger's quality beef. The beef you can buy with confidence, because it's the very best beef currently available. What a wonderful thrill for your family when you sit them down to a dinner of thick, juicy steak, crusty brown roast beef, savory beef stew, or delicious boiled beef with horseradish as the main dish. What a comfort to you to know that your dinner is not only nutritious and wholesome, but it's just the kind of dinner your folks were hoping for, too. So be sure to visit your Kroger store soon and get Kroger's quality beef. It's just right for your dinnertime needs. And remember this... Kroger's quality beef is the very best beef you can get today. So don't delay. Buy Kroger's quality beef. It's delicious. And now, Hearts in Harmony. When Jed Billings heard that the young man staying at Penny's house is the same young man accused of robbing Jeff Carney's grocery store, he was furious and went straight to Penny's home. He's ringing the doorbell now. Just a minute, I'm coming. Oh, hello, Jed, come in. You bet I'll come in. What's wrong? It's that young fellow here. That's what's the matter. Oh, Jed. Now, now, don't you owe Jed me, child. And don't deny that Freddie Lang's in this house because I know he is. Well, of course he is. Matter of fact, he's up in his room asleep. Asleep? His room? Mm-hmm. He beat several rugs for Suzanne and me this afternoon. He just isn't used to that kind of exercise. I'll say he isn't. The only kind of exercise he knows is sneaking into stores in the middle of the night and taking money out of the cash drawer. Jed Billings, that's no way to talk. What I'm talking about is the truth. There's nothing wrong with speaking the truth. You're not speaking the truth at all, just hearsay. Oh, I suppose you know the boy didn't rob Jeff's store. I'm sure he didn't. And what makes you so sure? Because he says he didn't. Well, I say I'm Julius Caesar. Does that make it true? Jed, you're being unreasonable. What's the matter with you? You're never like this. Well, you never invite thieves into your home. Jed, Freddie Lang is not a thief. That's uh, something else he told you. No, that's something I know. Something I can tell just by looking at him. Penny, I'm ashamed of you. I thought you were old enough and knew enough by now not to be fooled by looks. Oh, I'm not being fooled by Freddie or his looks. I know his weaknesses and a lot of his faults are all pretty obvious. As a matter of fact, they're so obvious, he knows most of them himself. Hmm. And he must know your weaknesses and faults, too, a lot better than you do. He must know you're a pushover for a smile and a hard luck story. You don't know what you're talking about, Jed. Look, Freddie didn't come here to get help from me. He came looking for Professor Rogers, his uncle. And Freddie didn't ask to stay here either. I offered. In fact, I insisted. You mean you think you insisted. I know he's kind. They put words into your mouth, thoughts into your head, and make you do things you think you're doing of your own accord. Freddie Lang never made me do a thing. 
Well, no use talking. He's a bad one, Penny. And I won't have you victimized because of your kindness. I want him out of here right now. No, Jed. You going to force me to go to your mother about this? Oh, Jed, listen to me. Please listen. No, Penny. Whether the boy is innocent or not, there's a lot of talk going around town about him. Bad talk. And pretty soon the bad talk will be about you, too. That's what has me so worried. I don't say this Freddie Lang is going to hurt you. I say you're going to hurt yourself having him here. How is it going to hurt me, Jed? You know how, child. Folks that don't understand are going to start saying things about you. Then, first thing you know, your friends are going to start wondering. And one of these days, you'll have people who used to go out of their way to say good morning to you, crossing to the other side of the street when they see you coming down the sidewalk. Good. Good? What's good about that? Because it'll tell me very plainly who my friends are, if I have any at all. Child, I think you're nearly impossible. If I didn't love you as if you were my own daughter, and if I didn't understand you for the right-thinking, straight-thinking young woman you are, why, I'd say... I know, Jed, you'd say I need a spanking. Yes, and somehow I think you do anyhow, just on general principles. Oh, Jed, look, do something for me, will you? What? Not fuss at me for keeping Freddy here. You're going to find out very soon that he didn't rob Carney's store. And then you're going to be sorry you called him a thief. I didn't call him a thief. You did, too. Well, I was just repeating what others told me. Well, then there's part of your proof. That's how the word got around in the first place that Freddie had robbed Carney's store. First, somebody thought he did. Then somebody was fairly certain that he did. Then someone was positive, and now you hear, I suppose, that the police have proof. Yes, that is what I hear. Well, I tell you, it's not true. That's the straight truth from the police department itself. Professor Rogers told me so. Johnny's gone down to talk to a... Captain somebody or other. Oh, that young captain, uh, fellow, Captain Harlow? Mm-hmm. He's just been appointed a captain. Yeah, fine man, Harlow. Mm-hmm. Used to know him when he was just a kid himself, getting into all kinds of trouble. Like Freddy? Yeah, yeah, like Freddy, I guess. Child, <laughs> I don't know what was the matter with me coming over here like a storm and wanting you to rot this poor boy out in the street. It wasn't meanness, Penny. I hope you'll believe that. I know it wasn't anything of the kind, Jed. You were just looking out for me. You mind? No, why should I mind? In fact, I, I'm flattered that you think I'm still young enough to need looking after. We all need looking after, Penny, no matter how young or how old we are. Somebody should have been looking after me, and I wouldn't have dashed over here and made a fool out of myself. Oh, you didn't. No? Well, I think I did. But I guess you'll forgive me, won't you? You know I will. Yes, of course I know you will. I know what a big heart you have, child. It's too big, really. You're too generous a lot of times. Maybe that's why I came running over here the way I did. I'm just afraid that one of these days you're going to get hurt trying to help somebody. And believe me, Penny, that's the worst and most painful hurt in the world. Good evening, Professor Rogers. May I come in, Miss Good? Yes, of course. Thank you. Well, you look very pleased. I am. Is Freddy around? He hasn't stirred off the property since he was warned not to. Good. Uh, Where is he now? Asleep. This early? Mm Mm-hmm. He went up to bed again right after supper. Again? What do you mean? (laughs) He beat some rugs for me early this afternoon and had to take a nap. Oh. And then he nearly (laughs) fell asleep at the supper table. He's being an awful nuisance, isn't he? No, he isn't. You can't blame the boy for being tired. I don't know how long he's gone without sleep before he got here, but I'm sure it was a long time. Yes, I 
guess the kid has had a rather tough time of it. But maybe the worst is over. What do you mean? Well, I had a phone call from Captain Harlow of the local police department. Mm -hmm. Seems Johnny went down to see him about Freddie. Uh, you know anything about that? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Johnny told me he was going to speak to the captain. Well, he did. And he got results, too. Are the police going to let Freddie go? No, under the circumstances, they can't. But Johnny obviously told the captain that Freddie's main trouble is he's afraid of police stations. Probably been in too many. <laughs> so? So Johnny got the captain to agree to come down here tonight and talk to Freddie. Not question him, but, well, talk to him. Seems Captain Hollow is interested in crime prevention, not by penal methods, but by psychological guidance at an early age. Well, Fred is no criminal. Shouldn't be treated like one. Well, he's not going to be. Not tonight, at any rate. You better get him up and dressed. The captain's going to phone here at nine and ask whether or not he may see Freddie here. Of course he may. Oh, it's nearly nine now. Look, uh, maybe you better go up and wake Freddie and tell him what it's all about. All right. I'll go up and wake him. It's the room to the right at the top of the stairs. Uh -huh. Hope you won't have any trouble waking him. Oh, I'll wake him up all right. I just hope that Captain Harlow can do the same. Won't you sit down, Captain Harlow? Freddie will be down in a minute. Thanks, Miss Gibbs. I will. I wonder if Johnny Keith told you everything you need to know about the boy, Captain Harlow. Well, he told me very little, Professor Rogers, but I could gather a lot from what he did say. This fellow Lang is obviously a misguided youth. More accurately, a young man who's had no guidance at all. Well, he hasn't told us much about his background yet. No, I thought it was your nephew. Oh, well, he is, technically. His mother was my sister, but she was somewhat older than I. And, well, I was a small boy when she left home. Not even my parents heard anything of her until she died several years ago. I see. Sorry, I had to force oh, you Oh, to... that's perfectly all right. It'll help you, perhaps, in judging Freddy. Um, excuse me, but maybe if uh, I no, left... No, no, Miss Gibbs, please don't go. I think the captain can learn a great deal about Freddy from you. Yes, I would like to ask you a question or two, Miss Gibbs. All right. Does the boy seem to have any training whatsoever? Oh, yes, a little. He seems to understand the difference between right and wrong. And he'd like to do only the right things, but he doesn't seem to know where the line between right and wrong is drawn. Uh, but... He has a leaning toward doing the right thing, sort of inherent sense of values. Yes, I'd say so. He tries to be hard, though, Captain Harlow. Hmm. He has a very bold front, but underneath, he's just as soft as a child. Terribly afraid of almost everything and everyone. Of everything and everyone but you, perhaps. He doesn't understand me, Captain. In his own words, he thinks I'm nuts. Why, exactly? Because I trust him. Uh-huh. I see. He's obviously never met anyone who trusted him before. No, Professor Rogers, but perhaps not without reason. Um, you mean he isn't exactly honest himself? No, I don't mean that. I mean he's probably grown up with a group of dishonest people. I see. It's a thief, Professor, who's most afraid of being robbed, and a liar who's most wary of the truth. Well, I firmly believe that if Freddie were shown that he was being trusted, there'd never again be any cause to worry about him. Well, I don't believe that firmly, Miss Gibbs, but I think there's a chance of it. Do you, Captain Harlow? Yes, there's a chance of it. Many an already hardened criminal has been brought around to a place in society again, but our main job in this isn't to worry so much about Freddie Lang's future at the moment. No? No, Miss Gibbs. 
Much as I'd like to think that I'm just going to have a little talk with Freddy, actually, I'm here to question him on the robbery of Jeff Carney's store. And find him guilty or not guilty? If he'll talk to me. Oh, he'll talk to you, Captain. He promised me he would. Good. Then if he's not guilty, his future's in your hands, Miss Gibbs and Professor Rogers. But if he's guilty, a good deal of his future may belong to the state. Will Freddy be found guilty or not guilty? And if innocent, how will his future affect Penny's? Will Freddy become Penny's permanent problem? And if so, how will Professor Rogers fit into the picture of Penny's future life? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Friends, here's an item to put at the very top of your shopping list. It's Kroger's Quality Beef. Yes, ma'am, Kroger's Quality Beef. The very best beef you can get today. The beef that's deliciously tender and juicy. Kroger's Quality Beef has what it takes to make everybody who sits down to your dinner table feel like a very special guest. For you see, Kroger's Quality Beef gives your dinner an extra special air. It's so fragrant and flavorful that it turns what would be an ordinary dinner hour into a wonderful occasion. So treat your family to a classic meal they'll long remember. A meal that's flavorful beyond belief because Kroger's quality beef is the main dish. Maybe you'll want to serve a crusty, brown, juicy red roast of beef that nestles in a pool of its own rich brown juice. Or maybe your family would prefer a piping hot steak, gloriously thick and just chock full of delicious flavor. But rest assured, whatever cut of Kroger's quality beef you serve, it's bound to be wonderful eating. <laughs> 